0: Listen. How will you fucking stop? First of all, don't tell me what to do!
1: Yes, Ya Allah! Uh, on the precipice of war! It's time for the declassified transmission! And if we've got Jews in the house, at the end of July! as we move on into August, the birthday of Hacker Hameen and Vince McMahon. But only one of our spines is still straight. Now rise and praise, infidels, and take over the universe with Hameen Media Group. The Vet and Hacker Hameen co-pilot into the universe. you
0: Don't
1: you lie on fire. What's good? What's good? What's good, fam? Oh, good to be back here in the studio with who you know, 200 feet below ground in the missile silo with diplomatic immunity while all of the politicians fall here today in front of each other. And it's not alien to us because we're out of this world. It's my man, the vet, making all the rounds checking all the space station stops he's gone to mars the moon Ra- Ra- rigel 7 or wherever it is to come back to be back
0: here with us on the monday locker room good morning vet it is a good morning always happy to uh hang out with uh the ayatollah himself with all these uh intergalactic goings on it's a yeah. uh, very interesting time yeah i i had uh not that i give a shit about anything that's on uh,
1: mainstream news this morning but i was watching some communications talking major excuse, excuse me communications major talking head runner goddamn mouth they're like this is the the craziest and and most insane thing that's ever happened to america with joe biden and hunter biden about to go down today after you know in front of congress and all this shit is going i'm going bitch did you know that there was aliens last week <laughs> in front of the guy you think i give a fuck about a meth head crackhead uh you know abusing 14 year old chinese girls when there's fucking aliens you know uh been captured and we're about to have full disclosure but yeah that's the most important thing ever a demented old bat who's nothing more than a figurehead propped up uh like a, a fucking string a puppet on strings at this point and his meth head son yeah that's that's definitely the biggest story of the. That's day. never so, happened
0: throughout the history of mankind. I, I,
1: I, never, 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 man. Uh, so, it's just ridiculous to even have to look at that. Is like, oh, what's really going on in the world? As you know, we are in this bubble of wrestling, and then I stick my head out of that bubble and look at that one and go, yep they're fucked (laughs) let's go back and talk about kenny omega (laughs) you know uh reality check on on everybody's part man so hopefully we're providing you guys with a little escape uh you know as this is the summer of uh madness i guess you could say that you could go back to 2001 and i've probably been saying the same shit and everybody else says can't get any worse until it does right um shockingly uh, worse
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) exponentially it just it just really can can take a slide at any any given moment you think well it certainly can't get worse than this like you said but yeah sure enough but you got two uh captains here the coach is right on the sideline with the playbook and there's nobody else i'd rather have on
1: my side this morning than you vet so thank you very much man for holding on the west side absolutely the the no smoking (laughs)
0: sign is on it was a big night
1: last night for the next level review. Uh, I, you know, I didn't even uh, realize because I'm not up on I'm So cannabis out that they had right. the, the pay-per-view last night. Mm-hmm. Um, did, uh, did you enjoy that? Did you get through it yet? Or are you waiting to watch it on uh, that time?
0: Yeah, I just now finished uh, watching it like about an hour or so ago, uh, got through it. Um, You'll all hear more about that on the Next Level Wrestling Review, of course, this Wednesday. Um, We're working on uh, having a special guest, uh, as you may have seen that as well going on. Apparently, uh, there's a poll on Twitter at the moment, and I'm going to check it live right now because I'm very disappointed. Uh, and everybody like right now with Strangler Steve and his poll, uh, saying should I make Whoa. a guest appearance on this Wednesday's Next Level podcast on Hami Media Group with Big Ray Hernandez, an opinion haver. And as it stands now, with five hours and forty five minutes left live as we record this, there is fifty five percent yes and forty five percent no. Wow. And I am I am pissed that it's <laughs> even that close. who the fuck voted no what are their names i want a list you know we can make this happen guys you know you know that right
1: it could be strangler steve under a bunch of accounts just Just accounts why would he
0: (laughs) hey he put the poll up man yeah uh but uh you know whatever happens happens i don't know if even the poll is the uh final say in it he may veto the results regardless sure uh but we would love to have strangler steve strangler steve is the one guy um that i haven't worked with i think on Hami media group that i've always wanted to since since day day one stevie says i i I don't really like that this is a narrative that stevie (laughs) has constructed uh for those of you follow along you can know you know the truth but uh uh so so um but my my point is i've always wanted to be on with steve and talk to him because you know just i just want to talk to the guys that i look at as they're the ones who did it i always say this ben i mm-hmm. say i wrestled you guys are wrestlers you know the stevie richards the steve kings like the mike mondos the ascension yeah. victors like all these guys and stuff that have been my you know my acquaintances my friends it's been the pleasure for me to know these guys and uh you know you guys live the life you're living the life right now you know you're losing belts as we speak so yeah i mean (laughs) but and and you were supposed to be the guy that just helped everybody with their with their improv and their promos but you end up the ribs on you so my point is like i want to talk shop with these guys and steve king's the guy i haven't gotten to do that with so it just mean a lot to me if i just get to chop it up with them and this would be a perfect episode because if we end up talking about the great american bash know i've got some notes and stuff that i really like to you know present to him see what he thinks about it see if he saw the same things i saw that's that's what excites me at this point other than that it's we're talking about you know what wrestling marks think and reading these headlines and just it's like yeah that's cool and all it's cool to hang out with ben hamin but that's not really what i want to talk about you know i want to get into the nitty-gritty that you can hear this the kind of stuff like this on anybody's podcast but you know we are supposed to be the real talk that you can't get anywhere else on hmg so so steve king please make the right decision do one you don't have to do it every week you don't ever have to do it again but it would be my pleasure
1: yeah, card subject to change, and Striz always likes that controversy, mm-hmm. get him heated up. Mm-hmm. So go over there, to Strangler Steve underscore, and vote yes. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. the voting machines could be rigged. We can all blame it on Hunter Certainly. Biden at the end. <laughs> blame it on uh, Elon, too. There could be some acts, weird X, yeah, yeah, just not
0: really. What
1: do you think about that conspiracy theory-wise? And big shout-out to to the all the vets, uh, not just the vet here. Hang with me today. Stevie Richards, wrestling analysis, doing unbelievable numbers. Not only do you need so to vote good. yes on Strangler Steve, uh poll but you need to go over there and follow Stevie Richards wrestling analysis breaking 15,000 uh Dude. you know in the first month Every I time every
0: time I turn around that number is doubled. Yeah. Like yeah, one day I cool. went it was like 1.8 next it's like 3.5 <laughs> then it's like 7.1 and then now it's like 15. Yeah. You know this this is this is what I'm saying but I wanted to say this too. Mm-hmm. Um you know you're talking about the stuff that's going on in the world and people come to us for an escape. Right. And we yeah. generally keep it wrestling focused. So, you know, that's what people really want. They want to see wrestlers. If they want to see them talk anything, they want to see them talk wrestling. Right. <laughs> yeah. So Stevie Richards the has
1: wrestlers want to really talk. true,
0: true, true. But, mm-hmm. but this is what I want to say about Stevie, because I've been thinking the same thing. It's like you, you give the people what they want, but you do it the way you want to do it. You don't give them what they want. You give them what you want and make them want it. That's the key. And then people will be like, well, what else has Stevie got? A fitness program. Like, this is how you... You, you gotta, you know, it, it, I know sometimes you don't want to do it, but it's finding those creative ways. And that's what's so great. The Stevie's found this thing that he really enjoys. He's, he's mixed technology into it. Yep. So he's having fun with that. Um, and just doing a bunch of fun stuff, helping people at the same time. It's like, it really is like the ultimate channel. And that's why it's exponentially growing just like everything else around it in the world is exponentially getting worse.
1: Yeah, I I don't disagree with that as the negative spin is pervasive and it's an easy take and I'm highly guilty of it. Uh, you know, Stevie's positivity and uplifting uh, personality and also 30 plus years in the business of a master's level education. Uh, and, and like you said, combined with his love for technology and production it doesn't even really feel like your work. I mean, there's definitely hours of great uh, production that goes into that for, especially for his Patreon, where you can go to patreon.com slash Stevie Richards and see the full reviews but there's already WWE people reaching out, <laughs> you know, there's already like them saying, thank you. And, and, and asking a big brother opinion of him, Uh, and he's happy to have that conversation with anybody because allegedly he's uh, consulted before. So <laughs> why allegedly. not, why not help the individuals out? And uh, that's definitely within his heart to do that. And, uh, I see Johnny Publix, uh, is in the house as well. A uh, big UFC weekend. Uh, we had a, a good time uh doing that. Why I made a, you know, not too much, a couple of small dollars on it, but I, I had the right picks this weekend. And nice. my man, uh Charles the Hammer Evans, who also made some great guest uh, appearances last week here at HMG in the house this morning, getting his big swole workout on it as well, man. So big shout out to all the vets and all the hardcore subscribers and listeners out there joining us live. Ben hameen YouTube channel, twitch.tv slash Hamin Media. And uh, I don't know about the X, buddy. Uh, you know, you, uh, I, we talk wrestling for escapism, but things like that are, you know, for the conspiracy horseman side of me and especially a big planet X guy. uh, When I Mm -hmm. see things labeled X and I see pushes to 2027 and 2028 that are very outer space, alien driven, moon driven, Mars driven, and uh, also (laughs) pandemics that are for forced depopulation. It's interesting to me being a Planet X conspiracy theorist that these things just start happening to show up in the marketing constantly, constantly, constantly. So are we in for a cataclysmic event in the next four years? One can only hope. Uh, Just in time for me to get all my weed stores up and running, making some money and then then be eliminated by the universe. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't that be a sweet uh, end of the game of the simulation theory we're all living?
0: poetic even poetic even (laughs) yeah
1: Yeah, yeah, you know
0: you got that aspect of it you know that you got that that whole thing that you laid out there you also have just from another just from another aspect on the face of it you're talking about wiping out a brand and replacing it with something else you have something that everybody recognizes and now you have something that x is used in so many different connotations there's many things that x is associated with even even illiteracy (laughs) like that's what you do when you can't write your name you know you put an x so it's like there's so many things that x means it's so generic it's so you know it's ubiquitous nebulous all kinds of words that end with this Mm -hmm. um and it's to just take that little that little blue bird icon that everybody knows what it is and it's very familiar and just be like nah not doing that Uh, it's kind of disappointing and it's confusing it's a strange from a marketing
1: side it's a strange brand uh rebranding because twitter wasn't a damaged brand and once you do that like that that'd be the reason to rebrand as x if you had major Mm -hmm. you know uh issue uh, on it and to do it but to do it out of nowhere is a strange billionaire thing with something much bigger behind it, whether it's X marks the spot. I hope he goes full um, Malcolm X and, and call himself Elon X from now on. Oh, uh, I think that'd yeah. be strong.
0: Fat uh, chance. <laughs>
1: uh, but uh, y'all, uh, man, uh, interesting to people looking on their phone where's the little blue bird that I've been operantly mm-hmm. conditioned to to press this fucking icon to get my dopamine hit. Uh, but, uh, I think Stevie's got what's coming next is, uh, I think you, Elon's going to relaunch ECW X, it might, it might actually XCW at that point. So, um, but yeah, that was, a, if that's all we are like, you know, talking about is like, Oh, they redid the platform name without asking anybody after he bought it for a ridiculous price. And like, you know. Aliens, oh, never mind, Fuck it, <laughs> yeah. But I, I will put over uh, I'll put over Big Ray because Big Ray's conspiracy theory uh, was that Elon bought Twitter just to destroy it. That yeah. That's an inside job, and Big Ray's spot on right now. If you're talking about the value of the name Twitter, it you know, it's controversial to some degrees, whether it was kicking people off or what have you. And instead, a billionaire just decided to rename it X. None of that makes uh, sense in the bigger like, all right, what's this going to do for our stock price and and everything along those lines? Well, I guess there is no stock price, right? Because it's privately owned anymore. So interesting to see which way this psycho goes, man. Uh, And everybody just pissed off about it for no reason because we have to have it's Monday. You got to have something to fucking get that negative dopamine hit going, man. So. It's interesting all the way around of the those who are way well, in you, control.
0: Well, Ben, do you do you get like me? Do you get annoyed not just that they change something, but it's like when you can't see the logic or reason behind it? Mm. and it's just like this just didn't need to be done like you could have just kept the 44 billion dollars and stayed out of everything I'm not sure why you felt yeah. like there you, you needed like, to insert what is yourself the why? what is that yeah I, I love where it's, you're
1: at that the, the, the conspiracy is. horseman side of this is the why why would you change a damaged brand or a not damaged brand uh, automatically that's global. That's probably one of the top five most recognizable brands globally in the world right now. You know what I mean? Up there with Coca-Cola, McDonald's and a few others and now here we are doing that uh, for no good reason that just doesn't happen out of nowhere without a, a greater plan and a greater shift and that's why me being a planet x guy i think it's just more getting x in the conversation a slow rollout to uh, uh to that you know um yeah,
0: yeah that yeah, would that, explain the choice that would explain the choice of what to change it to but it doesn't explain the change itself or, oh why? yeah yeah sure. and yeah but it's that that's the frustrating part when you don't see the reasoning behind it's not so much the change and there, that's not even the only change if that like you said if that was the only thing we were talking about okay yeah fine but there's been all kinds of stuff from the De-verification to the paid verification for anyone yeah. to the all the other stuff that that has been going on that people are just it's it's like an active um you know they're they're trying to get certain people to leave and to monetize this thing in ways that it hadn't been monetized before yeah. which you wouldn't need to do if you didn't waste forty four billion dollars overpaying for it you know so these are the things that just keep us scratching our heads but that's more frustrating than the actual changes i don't really care like if the app is functionally no different if i just hit the same buttons and do the same things and you just change the name of it that doesn't really matter but i am annoyed that you felt the need to do it at all that's that's the problem i don't know if it's
1: the annoyance to me it's the why and then out of that we branch out into extreme conspiracy megalomaniac billionaire behavior uh, somebody's putting their thumb on him because NASA gives him a shit ton of money. You know what I mean? To pretty much run their program at this point. So there's all these different who uh, would apply that pressure and why scenarios that we can invent without any real information in our heads of, of which way things are going. And he just tries to quantify it with a cute little meme tweet or whatever, but that's for that's fucking nothing but junk food for the masses. It really doesn't answer any of the true questions of the rule, the rulers of the world and why they're doing these types of things. But it'll be interesting to see other brands if they follow suit that way of rebranding for no other reason given, except for, I've always liked, like the letter x look at my other company x you know is the billing and all this i'm just like
0: well oh. like like if you think about in print media for ads and stuff You know when companies put up like a poster or or you know something like that and they've got Mm -hmm. the little social media things in the corner now they got to scrub all those birds out and change that or do they or do they just say nah i don't care i'm just leaving it because you know what it is and you're still going to call it twitter and so do do people like you said do they fall in line or or what i
1: i think i think uh you give the people a false win here maybe too there's another road you change it problem reaction solution right You change it, so the reaction is everybody's hair's on fucking fire because they don't like change out of nowhere without their say-so in it. And then he can go, we heard what you said, and we changed it back to the classic (laughs) da 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 da," right? And fucking off we go that way because they just give you a false sense of, got him, I got over on the billionaire, my voice means something. And it really doesn't mean fuck all." (laughs) yeah i think
0: i think we can sum it all up with something that the kids like to say sometimes these days which is weird flex but okay
1: (laughs) points on that one there uh talk about the other new one that the kids are saying that they even are putting on tv and i think it's as fucking fourth grade as possible but you could say that about some of the fucking vernacular i use too but the does it give you the ick Oh, that gives me the ick. That's the new Mm. fucking ick. Yeah, dude. Stupid. Stupid as fuck, you know for sure yeah. uh but that's where we are and you know you could go back to any 90s <laughs> shit that i say uh still uh, stick, it, stick to the slang of your age
0: right, right? that's the best right. don't don't try to be like the young kids yeah. unless I don't you're unless
1: you're putting air quotes around it right i don't even say shit like gaslighting and all those fucking stupid <laughs> terms they right. came up with as well here's what i call you you're a fucking liar shut the fuck up that's 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 about where i go with it i don't need all these fucking off terms that aren't gonna hurt somebody's feelings that sound like something else completely man oh yeah. shit but it was uh it was a blazer last week uh heat heat wise and then all of a sudden the fucking rains came and uh, i mean i've been locked away most of the weekend doing cannabis it's a it was a, a huge week and another big week for hopefully the dispensary uh project getting done. Got to get with my uh, two CW partners after we finish up wrestling this morning and get right back on our horse that way. So my mind is split as always into a thousand directions. I'm trying to stay focused as my match was just announced for August 12th on uh, Premier TV pay-per-view August 12th from Utica, New York, the immortal, uh, this is a mortal pay-per-view coming up here. So I'm going to be in a triple threat tag match that. So it's going to be serious out here for the sons of Allah on pay-per-view. Hopefully you guys tune in, or if you're coming to the show live, can't wait to slap you across your moron face. So uh it's uh it's all raining down man but i feel good right now i've been working hard and my back and neck were a bit jacked up last week but i did a lot of stevie richards yoga and got stretched out man and actually got a decent night's sleep for once so uh, i'm feeling better about everything until we got to get to the wrestling headlines uh of the week here (laughs) that's what we do though it's all right it's all good we're mentally prepared And we're we're gonna do because 'cause we're 33 strong right now on Ben Hamin YouTube channel, uh, Twitch TV slash Hameen Media as well going live this morning. Remonetized on there. Uh, I hope you didn't have to heat on the guys too much, but uh, yeah, the other day. But uh, I got a notification that says. Uh, the AEW Collision before it even started has been flagged uh, on your channel. I go, what the fuck are these guys streaming on my channel for? That's what they have, Hameen Media Group. So right, yeah. I get that they probably just wanted to make a couple bucks and were, thought they were doing the right thing. But, yeah, uh, that was. I didn't know. Was, I was, didn't was know like, anything
0: uh, about no. it. I didn't know anything <laughs> about it. And I and but you know I do know that uh, Jimmy uses <laughs> licensed stuff sometimes. So that's probably yeah, why. That's exactly
1: yeah. what it was.
0: <laughs> so on on Hami Media Group. Group
1: youtube i got no problem with uh, all the affiliates doing all the flaggable shit that they want but uh right after getting remonetized, i go oh, these guys hearts in the right spot but they don't understand the fucking game on <laughs> the inside production yeah, of, yeah. Of, of what what's going on that way so uh all good man everybody trying to do their best i saw the new points are up uh i, I moved up uh, must have been a lot of people faved on money in the bank so i went from like number 19 to number four in the overall rankings of uh uh hwi hameen I wrestling illustrated uh in the pick'em challenges over there so i appreciate uh putting all those points together and everybody hanging and banging and playing those i, I really enjoy that part of the Hami media discussion group you guys so uh, if you're not playing along you'll be behind in the points but it's always a good time to to jump in on any of the pay-per-views and do the pick them challenge stuff that's going on. And uh, I got to get Dr. Jeff Lippman's garden of evil shows up. So uh, another big upload day with free shows in the Wednesday locker room doing great numbers on uh, on pod as well. So free content, paid content channel attitude.com also got to knock out triple consultants to catch up to man. So It's just going to be a a banger, banger twenty four hours. vet for me, but that's all good. It's all production, man, and you guys are paying for it, and it's what you pay for. So it's going to get kicked out. I don't uh, not do my work. You know what I'm saying? So, but y'all, man. Oh, we're gonna put in. Yeah, right, right. Well, exactly. Yeah, I don't. I I hate to be like, oh, I'm not going to give them what they paid for. Fuck them. Like that's the that's the worst thing, man. Then I've seen people rake others over the coals for that and they get real pissed off about it if you're having any issues with channelattitude.com go to vince russo's twitter there's a tweet on there with a link to the help desk ticket i know a lot of people got their stuff reset this weekend so shouldn't be any issues uh there. seeing friday locker room next level review everything that uh got yeah, uploaded.
0: i had a weird i had a weird issue but i didn't think it was from channel attitude's end it was just one of the uh podcast feeds that i use yeah like for the raw and smackdown review that you guys did at first when i hit the play button it just there was nothing there there was like no it just immediately finished the podcast. But then after a few days, I guess it, that got fixed. But I don't really know. I don't see how that was a channel attitude issue. It's, so. they, they're they're updating some stuff in the background on the
1: RSS feed. I actually have to look because they did something with the Podbean audio because uh, Vince uses Libsyn. I use Podbean. Uh, and I got to find out what that is before I upload today. So appreciate you guys being patient with us. But usually when anybody's like, where is it? Where is it? I'm like, here the fuck it is. <laughs> you need a free show that bad brother and it ain't gonna fucking break me if you need it fucking go enjoy it you know what I mean but
0: they come like
1: what's wrong I'm like holy fuck dude that's
0: Here's just a- how much we mean to these folks Ben uh, they, hey, that's funny, can't, they can't live without that constant IV drip yeah yeah
1: absolutely but you know i guess that's when you you get them hooked on the good stuff when you take it away Who can Any blame them? Want it, right Who can blame it? look uh, at all this look at all uh, this this beauty yeah. right here in your face so the if you're not watching this heads. live you know i trimmed up the mustache i feel good i don't have the raleigh noodles uh gimmicks on the side i was able to actually eat and fucking not have hair in my mouth that was an enjoyable experience this weekend uh-huh oh but let's see what we can get to in the headlines you good you ready vet i'm always ready all right man um let's see this one uh me and i look forward to speaking with stevie later about it because i'm sure i'll have some good quips and good lines because it's what we point out on uh The SmackDown Live review and the Raw review of the the crazy old man who got the thesaurus or he just thinks he's a master's uh, English professor. But Vince McMahon, uh, he reportedly is responsible for the increase in alliterative nicknames being used on television. (laughs) File this one under no shit. Uh, On June 23rd, it was reported that Vince McMahon's creative influence was likely to continue to grow in July yeah. In recent uh, weeks, there's been an increase in alliterative nicknames uh, being used on all WWE television uh, is alliterative A-L-L-I-T-R-A-A-T-I-V. I thought it was started with an I like ill. No, not all. No, no, it's, it's A. all. Okay. Well, that's, I mean, I did all right on the SATs. I should have known that one. Uh, wrestlers were described by commentators with various nicknames, such as cantankerous Kevin Owens, the spirited Sami Zayn, the cheeky Chelsea Green, the self aggrandizing Sonia Deville, the braggadocious bully Bronson Reed, and oh the God. scintillating Santos Escobar. Uh, they left one oh, out yeah. on here. They had, uh, what was EOS? Scottie.
0: Uh, no, wasn't it insidious oscar uh, and insidious oscar
1: yeah and the genius of the sky <laughs> okay well
0: in fairness in fairness she's been the genius of the sky since long ago so they just figured that out that she used to be called <laughs> right. that
1: uh, i i had to have not heard the braggadocious bully bronson
0: right. when, when does he braggadocious ever you're just thinking of b words to call him yeah, you know? yeah. self-aggrandizing sonia Deville. <laughs> Uh, self-aggrandizing this ain't gonna make a t-shirt I'm sorry
1: who the fuck at home as a blue collar person watching wrestling the lowest of the low uses words like self-aggrandizing, scintillating braggadocious, cantankerous are these fucking words that are even close into the everyday man's lexicon right you know what I mean as out of touch as can be right here yeah
0: see it's it's one thing if you want to throw in something like that like if you're an announcer and you think of something on the fly or even if you're Vince McMahon and you want to just like add a slight little bit of flavor to someone's promotion when they're coming out or whatever but the problem is much like anything there's no subtlety to it it's yeah. a straight sledgehammer shot like they it's <laughs> like they stopped the show just so you can hear the nickname yeah. Yeah. you know like and that's the you know if you just slipped it in there you know, it, it'd be one thing, but they never do that. It's always got to be over the top. It's always got to be corny. Um, it, it, it's it. These nicknames don't even fit some of them. Like they don't fit the character at all. They don't even know who the characters are, and yet they're trying to give them nicknames. Um, it, it's but this is this is actually nothing new. This has just been this has been going on for a long time, sure. and it, it's now. But now this is like a bunch of stuff in a row. Until you read all those out, like. I, you know, I have to tune out the announcers a lot of times, you know, I just can't take it. And, um, you know, it's things like this that that sometimes slips through the cracks and I don't hear them. So when you, when you read them all out like that, I'm like, wow, they really did all this just very recently in these shows. That's embarrassing actually. Yeah. And, uh, unfortunately it's not going to
1: change. I just feel like he's got a thesaurus back there and they just gave it to him. Like, go look up words.
0: oh yeah i'll look up words (laughs) and he just sits there like oh yeah the the cheeky yeah especially especially like that they're alliterative you know it's one thing if you give a a a nickname just something to describe the personality but you know technically insidious asuka is not alliterative but like she's also not that insidious it's just like you're not thinking of the right things if you want to describe somebody on tv that's your job as an announcer that's your job as a promoter however you gotta you you can't just force it in there like that you can't you can force the insidious, square peg in the round well, you hole you better
1: you better show me insidious like instead we right. got her in pink mom jeans with a fucking lane bryant uh clown right. top on and then she's got face paint like kiss and and uh hair dyed like uh, a nerd's box you're like mm-hmm. well, what the fuck is insidious about this
0: well, like like Stevie said, it's uh, the insidious sequel that's just now out, Red Door, whatever it's <laughs> yeah, called. Yeah. Like, we got to get that over. We don't even get that over. That's not a sponsor, <laughs> is it? I didn't no. see it. No. I think it's just, uh, he might like the
1: alliteration. I don't know if he actually knows what these words mean. <laughs> because, like you said, Bronson Reed is not braggadocious. Uh, you know, he's definitely not a bully after Tommaso Ciampa <laughs> went toe to toe with him and no sold his clothesline and got up in his fucking face. Doesn't seem like much of a bully to me, mm-hmm. you know, so mm-hmm. none of the words match what's going on. This is nothing more than word salad bullshit. I don't even think it's tested. Like does a superstar's name like here's a focus group, 100 people of hardcore wrestling fans. Does braggadocious bully Bronson Reed resonate with you, or just how about Bronson Reed, or how about the cheeky Chelsea Green? And like well, people are like, well, like, I, I bet that happened.
0: poll, I bet that poll wouldn't be as close as the uh, Strangler Steve poll right now. It'd probably be a hundred percent no for those ones. Uh, here's some alliteration for you. Uh, how about the connotation of cantankerous? Like usually when you use that word, if you use that word, you're talking about like some old man. You know like you're talking about like an old man on the porch or whatever like that's how when you would use the word cantankerous there's there's connotations for certain of these words and kevin owens is not old so you don't just because that word might actually describe some of the way he's acting it's still a bad word to put in people's minds if they even know what that word means you don't want to associate Kevin Owens with a with an old man, you know, like a grumpy right. old man. No, yeah.
1: But no, but now he gets angry, so he's cantankerous. Don't make him mad. Uh, Frank's pickle barrel asks with the underwear boner champ Seth Rollins. What's a another word for underwear and so something erection? The uh, we need if we could get an E for something underwear wise. I don't know if, if we could do it. Uh, and then champion, but we'll work on that uh, if we can get the uh something for fruit of the loom boner champ, that'd be great if yeah. we could really redo that alliteration. I'll put that to the chat right now. There are plenty of geniuses out there who mm-hmm. can alliterate for us. Uh, Meltzer Seltzer on the follow up says it was confirmed, all us, that the alliterative nicknames on 717 were a directive from Vince McMahon. It wasn't pushed nearly as hard on SmackDown 721 or Raw 724, so it looks like it was just an idea he had. And that most thought was bad, and he gave up on it after. While the usage of the nickname seemingly have been toned down, some of the monikers have stuck uh dirty Dominic Mysterio and Big Bronson Reed. Uh yeah, whatever the fuck. Can we is. just like, never
0: have big something in wrestling again? Can we yeah. just never?
1: That'd <laughs> be great. Oh y'all. Yeah, uh... Um, uh, new law resistance band videos coming to SRF channel soon. You guys make sure you're over there. I'm going to use the fit bands that uh, Stevie hooked me up with and definitely get on those. Cause uh, I saw a great improvement in my uh, flexibility and, and pain management in my shoulders. Uh, Once I was on Stevie Richards fitness, I got to get back
0: on fashionable,
1: fun fitness, fashionable, fun fitness. <laughs> I like that. Uh, succulent Stevie Richards. <laughs> 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 uh yeah this guy's old crazy and should be put in a corner with some pudding and when he comes up with cheeky chelsea chelsea green or cantankerous kevin owens you go nope we're not doing that and nobody's saying that that's out of touch and it makes all of us look stupid and you're gonna drop it next week so go over there and read your thesaurus more here's a crossword you like crosswords don't you do that one and then let him go do his thing or you just go, yeah, we're going to put that in there. I'll make sure Cole says it. And then you never fucking say it. And I do wouldn't it. doubt that they're doing that. And what are the ones that have hit the fucking cutting room floor? <laughs> you know, some of that has to be going on. Like if those are the ones that made it to TV, what are the ones that didn't?
0: <laughs> that could be the the worst shit ever, man. I think that's a, the great way because normally the way you handle management is you just smile and nod and then do what you were going to do anyway. And then if there's any follow up, you just say, damn, I forgot. In these particular situations, uh, you know, you've you heard the stories of Vince putting that like that headset on to like, say it, say it, yeah. say it, fucking say, I say, it, say it. it. Like, yeah, get like me, so you can't, yeah, just don't me do
1: buxom it. ben Hamen. He's got Ooh. the breasts. He's We're the gonna best. Start that chant again, guys. <laughs> Don't do it. Uh, Don't you do it. Uh, in a Vince McMahon follow-up, really, the other big news today, I was going to save this probably at the end, but fuck it. Who cares? Because uh, everyone saw it. Vince McMahon, yeah. Reportedly cover- recovering from major spinal surgery. So, mm. uh, As previously noted, Vince McMahon was apparently responsible for an increase in the litter of nicknames being used why is why is that the lead into this aaron rift you couldn't be a shittier writer uh sonra sean ross sap provided uh, some news regarding vince's health and noted the following via well what was formerly twitter uh vince mcmahon had major spinal surgery last week we're told he's now recovering the surgery lasted about five hours and was a pretty intensive one tmz confirmed that vince had the surgery to fix an issue with his spine the procedure was uh intense hours long procedure. Vince turned 78 years old on August 24th, the day after Buxom Bin Hamim's birthday. Uh, but I will not be 78, even though I feel like I am some days. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, uh, non-disclosed of like, uh, was it a spinal fusion? Was it discs being cleaned up uh you know was he having screws or a rod inserted kind of all kayfabed on, on that level five hour surgery and back surgery is serious no matter what right mm-hmm. like as soon as you're cutting in on that spine and, and doing anything with it man that's that's uh hopefully relief uh if there's some compression or pinched nerves and and whatnot is is almost instantly but that is never never a small thing uh you know they don't just like ah it's it's a quick in and out for your spine no it's it's a serious biz especially at 78 years old man so mm-hmm. uh no real other updates on exactly what it is there but uh out of nowhere they kept that quiet until the Stooge report hits right
0: yeah well you got to be careful you know with these paralegals they're a lot younger and ha!
1: <laughs> ah uh... <laughs> points points uh what the here's the Here's the thing. Well, how will that affect the show? Because, you know, he's going to be home probably for at least six weeks uh, in Stanford. Mm-hmm. So uh, him and the CC brothers will be hanging out, doing all the alliteration that they can fucking come up with. Uh, but will he be Zoom calling in at the 11th hour or will we get six weeks of shows with no Vince McMahon fingerprints on them and actually start to build? uh you know i gotta believe it's gotta kill vince not to be at SummerSlam. we're only what six days away now uh mm-hmm. or will he be that much of a psychopath and have to fucking be there at SummerSlam a week after major spinal surgery
0: uh you know he will probably just call it in you know like he, he we have the tech so <laughs> he doesn't actually have to physically be in the building he can still uh, it'll be harder to grab a headset and yell at somebody to say cheeky Chelsea, but, um, (laughs) you know, he could still try to get some shit over and it's up to them if they're going to go with it or do like you said, and be like, nah, he's in the corner. Let's just do what we're going to do and not worry about it, which, you know, if, if, if there's any truth to those, um, you know, the Hunter camp versus the Vince camp thing, that's, you know, very likely possibility. Yeah,
1: the perplexing per- paraplegic, Viagra-driven
0: Vince McMahon. That's
1: me, pal. I'll show you how to straighten up. <laughs> ah, shit, man. I, maybe, I was thinking maybe he blew his back out because he was getting pissed off because he was watching Boogs. Yeah! Uh, Boogs was uh, deadlifting or squatting uh, 1,000, not deadlifting, squatting uh, 1,078 pounds. I think mm-hmm. on fucking of on the squat deck, uh, and he actually had a pretty funny uh, video where he put it out where two girls were going by him and like they both stopped and looked out and side eyed him and he had the fucking uh, phone on they didn't realize they were on camera and then they were both like wow <laughs> boo it didn't feel like a setup but I guess if you're fucking belt squatting a thousand seventy eight pounds uh, that's serious right there uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I like this one for Firefly Funhouse. Fusey the Vertebrae vignettes coming up
0: soon. He's going to join the Tony D'Angelo family.
1: (laughs) Give me Fusey the Vertebrae. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Points for Stevie Richards this morning. Uh, But yeah, man, I mean, regardless of how psychopathic he is or alliterative he is or uh, how much he can fucking belt squat, He is Vince McMahon and uh, has been a part of all of our lives in one way or another the last uh, 40 years. So uh, never you're like, good, fuck his spine. Like, yeah, man, 78 years old, spinal surgery. That's no joke for anybody. You know, you think about parents in their, their later years, anytime they're going under the knife, it's a fucking gamble. Dude, but I uh, just the way I feel about it seeing his mom last to like a hundred years old. I think we're gonna have this fucking guy behind the scenes sure. for another 15 years easily.
0: Sure. Cause he has, he's motivated to live. Uh, I yeah. on the other hand, I feel zero sympathy for him. He gets everything he deserves. <laughs> <laughs> stiffness from the
1: vet this morning. I like that. Uh a lot of stiffness online, the big fucking uh X conversation uh coming out of from Wednesday, really, all the way till now is uh, the Britt Baker and uh, Mercedes Monet, Taya Valkyrie match that was just an abysmal showing you know and i'm not here to be like all oh, my matches are money i've had matches just as bad if not worse <laughs> and i might have one next week
0: <laughs> who knows wait, wait uh, did you say did you say mercedes monet what what was oh, not mercedes, mercedes- monet uh, what was frankie monet sorry i get all my oh monets oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah a lot of up, monets uh, yes it's a family i'll cut my own they're ear in off the later. they're in the tony d'angelo family as well
1: yeah i'll cut my ear off for that later um Britt Baker addresses an out-of-context quote about her WWE developmental system is the story here, but uh, bigger than that was that match kind of just one botch after another where things fall apart timing-wise, and we're also doing absolutely stupid thigh-slap Kenny Omega flying knees that get no-sold, and we go into back-and-forth forearm spots like we're in New Japan, and it's just fucking – as wrong and as stupid of a psychology of a match as you could put together. And then what do you expect to happen except for botch upon botch? And then, you know, the internet goes fucking wild trolling and what should superstars do? No sell. What do they do? Sell everything. Uh, because you could argue they're not stars because they don't know how to conduct themselves that way. And they feed for the fucking most random trolls and you know, I get it, uh, when you insult women about, uh, looks and whatnot, that shit cuts them psychologically real deep, and, uh, as opposed to being able to stand there and have them yell, you got man tits at you for 10 minutes, that hurt me too, but I sat there and took it, uh, uh, you know, fucking, cause I knew I didn't have to work nearly as hard, <laughs> I wasn't gonna do my forearm spot flying knee after that, mm-hmm. um, so, oh, that, Vince, uh, Vince Stevie with Doug. that's that's a good one, young writer. Write that down, Brent, uh, Britt Botcher. We're getting her, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, saying that she's been called fat, a man, it looks like a man can't work that one after another. All in the next morning when she woke up, and and Britt kind of selling for it, uh, as well. Um, because they act like they want some Meltzer five star, and that match was, and. Uh, it's a zero star a because the ratings don't mean shit and Meltzer doesn't know what he's talking about. Cause he's never been in the ring. Uh, and, and, and B or three, uh, is that, Why the fuck do you even care if it was a half star or anything else along those lines? You just want to have a good performance and putting a match together where you're walking through it backstage going, duck one, come back, hit this. Then we go forearms, you know, self-feed up. I'll get you in the fucking implant buster. And, like, they haven't rehearsed any of this shit. They haven't walked through it in the timing. They just see the Young Bucks and AR Fox and those guys over there and Adam Cole putting their fucking match together going, and then good brother does this. Then you bip them off there and hot cha come back, duck one, do this. Then we bow up, bing, bang, boom, bong. And they see that and they think that they can put a match together like that backstage, that that's going to make them over with everybody. The show that look at us. We're as good as everybody else in the locker room who puts 90 fucking things together. And then they forget. of them when they go out there and it falls apart and then when they get like a deer in headlights they hit each other for real because they fucking blew it out their ass backstage instead by putting all this meaningless bullshit together to try and show that the girls are right there with the guys and most of the time the guys aren't there so they're setting an example for failure and then the girls go hold my beer I'll show you how to fail and this isn't just about that match because. I think Mercedes Monet with, or I keep calling her that Frankie Monet or Taya Valkyrie has that Marilyn Monroe look and money written on her. Now the whatever fat shaming, cause she's not the shape she was in three years ago. She's still very attractive and anybody out there would be begging to even go out on one date with her who was probably shaming her. You know what I mean? So for her to sell for it's a bunch of shit but that doesn't you can be a big sloppy son of a bitch if you wanted to the size of earthquake and typhoon you can still have a good match if you know what the fuck you're doing in the psychology of the match these girls are like way in the deep end doing things that they shouldn't even be doing because it makes no sense in Japan when they do them and now we've got girls exposing themselves and the business in
0: a rotten way here um so here's the thing we have uh two ladies that um if i wanted to sell a match i would put them on the poster i would hand them a microphone i would do all these things with them visually and then the bell rings though that's right. the problem and yep. that's been the problem Yep. um i will i will say this um you know all personal connections aside, I only objectively look at Taya Valkyrie in the ring and what I've seen since I've been covering her for the past, and it's been longer than three years been. She's been out of shape for a while now. Yeah. Um, but that's up to her. Whatever's going on with her that she wants to do, I'm not even talking about that. What I'm talking about is between the ropes, and I don't see it. I see it, the star part. I don't what you see the about power?
1: regression vet because I've seen matches well, and work shows whether where well, she had
0: great fucking okay. matches, bro. Right? That was I was going to get to that afterwards, sorry Um so 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 there's that. Um and Regre- regression tie a Valkyrie, write that down. We're going to use yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so um now Britt on the other hand uh never been good. She's never been good um at no point was she ever a good wrestler however uh she's the kind of person that when i see i'm like okay i can do something with that so you coach that and you cultivate that and she'll get the wrestling with the repetition she just needs the repetition that's where it comes into what you're saying about the regression is something that rip (laughs) regression from rip rip always says this especially these days you know, on his own show, Wrestling with Rip Rogers, with Von Lila Studios, okay? Mm -hmm. He says it's impossible to be good now because you're not working like eight times a week like you used to. You are working once a week, if that. So you can't be good anymore. It takes so many hours and hours and days and weeks and things to get this stuff to that level, to that top guy level. Which they may or may not get to anyway, depending on their aptitude and their athletic ability, more alliteration. So so they need every rep that they can. However, they cannot afford to take the damage to their body by going and like practicing a match in a cold ring with nobody watching. Like, you know, we were talking about shooting heels the other day, but it's the same basic thing. You just to have those practice matches, like we used to have, we were getting reps and everything. Um, and that would make up for the fact that we weren't going on the road. We were still students. We were still learning. So, you know, we have a match where we don't have time to talk about anything and we got to figure it out. That's like, you know, that's the equivalent of like, it's like a month of doing, you know, pre-planned matches. Um, so whatever it is that they're not doing, uh, they either don't have the time, the inclination or whatever. And so add that to what you already said about them, just going over the match in the back, not having the chemistry because they haven't done it before. Um, maybe there's a little bit of Britt Baker's like the, I'm the day one person and Ty is like, yeah but i've been doing this like three times longer than you and there's a little bit of that in there um where there you're you're having a discussions in the ring about what needs to be done even that spot where she picked her up for like the reverse wheelbarrow slam that she dropped her you know like everybody saw that right um and even just looking at even just looking at Taya's face a split second before she went to cover it, like to to make up for it, she you was. saw that look of like Jesus Christ, this fucking kid. And, and we that, saw but which which
1: with, we saw you the can't, same thing with uh, Jade. She like she sold when you, Jade fucked it yeah, up too. You
0: can't be a professional and do that. No, you can't. No, you have to never it's, break it's, the. It's also
1: the, the same as Charlotte when fucking Rhea went over for the belt and Charlotte just lost and she's like i put somebody over well okay
0: that's okay but that's different because that's a choice it's a bad choice but that's a choice this is this is the magician saying oops you're never supposed to hear that in the audience you're not supposed to do that so if you drop her and you and like that wasn't supposed to happen you need to scramble over and be like i'm pinning her i gotta pin her right now (laughs) you know like that's what a heel would do that's the that's how you do that but instead she had that that brief look of like almost almost an eye roll um that's part of it and where the attitude comes from i don't know maybe she thought she was maybe she she thought she's she's better than this like and maybe she's finding out maybe she's finding out that she's not in real time and we're all watching it i don't know but there's nothing wrong with almost everything about these two the only thing is they just can't be good if they don't have the time and we just don't have wrestling set up in a way that you can work that often anymore to get those reps with those people and be that good.
1: Well, that the thing is too, they're not looking at it going, wow, I was rotten. I fucked up. I got to train more. They're either going, it was that bitch's fault or it was that bitch's fault. And then they sell for the internet instead of going, you know what? Here's what we're doing. We're going to have the card set up. Card subject change always for Wednesday, but on Monday, everybody's going to get together and you're all going to run your matches and you're going to get them wired. Not this. We get there at two and we act like we're over and we fucking bing, bong, hit me here. Duck one, come back that like that. It's proven that you cannot do that and work that way. That Mm -hmm. just what you're saying, we haven't had the reps in. So let's get one day of reps where we walk through it in a goddamn staged rehearsal. So, you know, after 16 times of doing this match, You'll know where you're supposed to be and when and where and decrease that. But because we're all hooked up with over guys who have been made other places, we're over too. We got matching jackets. It doesn't matter when the bell rings. We're over. Just know that, that we live in Florida. We hang out with the coolest people and fucking that's why my match could never be called the shits. That's why I'm a five-star prospect. Don't you know that I'll be on PWI as the number three woman in the fucking world. Meanwhile, I can't even do a basic, simple arm drag, body slam, or fucking uh, hip toss. Like I can't do any of those things to make it look believable. I got to do a fucking flying knee where I slap my fucking... Thigh and miss her by eight inches. We got a problem with the blinders being on to how rotten you actually are. I got matches I won't even watch because I know they're not going to make those. I already know the mistakes that I fucking made, let alone to like, nah, I'm over. I've got the fucking belt and a new jacket. And, uh, you know, wife number two is fucking super hot. So I don't need anybody else's fucking commentary on what I do in this business. I'm a doctor. Yeah, well, might be time to go back to fixing teeth because when you're you're working Kayla, a kiss me Kayla in a one minute squash. And even that's wonky. Cause you couldn't put on a front face lock the right way. You got, you got, you got problems. You're, you shouldn't be on TV. And if you are on TV and you're going to continue to be on TV, then you need to hide all those issues and work on them privately two, three, four days a week down in the Florida bubble and, and stop doing fucking root canals for a little while because you can't do both. Because yeah. I, here's the thing, her, her root canals are probably sucking too because she's focusing on wrestling. So somebody's fucking mouth is only getting a three star fucking you know job on it instead of a five star. So
0: yeah, I you know as far as the ladies go, they had a bad match. Move on. But from and, the other side well, of the coin, for on, the
1: I heard on a collision that she worked Abaddon and it was even worse than what was on Wednesday
0: some say Uh, the worst women's match that there was maybe could have been but okay move on from that (laughs) move on from that whatever (laughs) but but on the other side of the coin um you know the fans that feel like they have to chime in they're all just basically holding up a holding up their hand and waving saying look at me look at me I'm somebody hey uh with all your comments that they don't need to hear like what what is calling Ty Valkyrie fat have to do with their match you know, what you, you trying to get over? Don't, you know, just kind of know your role a little bit. Um I, I'm sure that they fe- like, dude, I don't care what people's attitude are. They know when they stunk the joint out and when they get back there. So they're already feeling it. They don't need she, you they, to tell she them. She
1: showed you in the match when she rolled her eyes. She's like, this is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: So, so, you know, her, her opening up, her opening up Twitter, she's not going to see anything she didn't already know. But if you're talking about shit that had nothing to do, uh, you're talking about, sorry, Uh, sorry, (laughs) sorry, Mr. Musk. Um, if, if you, if you're talking about shit that has nothing to do with it, like how they look or what, you know, like that part, the part that I said at the top was like, that's not the problem. Um, you're just exposing yourself as a mark. So, uh, yeah. I wanted. I almost. I almost tweeted
1: back just to get my shit in to try and alleviate something. But I was like, I don't need to do this. But Ty was like, woke up this morning being called fat, looked like a man, terrible at my job. da, 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 da. I go. I wanted to be like, God damn, Morrison is stiff without his first cup of coffee in the morning. Isn't
0: it? <laughs> John right. Morrison, the nicest
1: guy ever, but in the morning, right. you, you fucking he'll let you have it. You better watch out. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <clears throat> But uh, back to the Britt Baker out of context quote, uh, in fall of 2021, Britt Baker did an interview with the Washington Post, one of the biggest uh, propaganda pieces on the planet today, and said the following about WWE's developmental system. She says, I don't think that putting a bunch of models and athletes off of the street in a warehouse and teaching them to do all the same thing the same way at the same time is going to create a successful roster. People learn differently and have different strengths and weaknesses, and sometimes you have to find out what those are on your own. Uh, the quote resurfaced during NXT's Great American Bash premium live event and Brisbane. Britt addressed it again, selling for fucking things she shouldn't be selling for. Uh she said this quote is is out of context and incomplete from 2021 when WWE stated they would stop signing indie wrestlers and focus on pro athletes. I think most pro wrestlers would tell you the valuable, uh how valuable the independent wrestling circuit was to their developmental uh and uh multiple girls you listed all came from the indies it wasn't a dig at the pc it was in support of independent wrestling uh um, well, time out time yeah. out
0: Wait, go ahead i agree with the quote it doesn't matter what yeah. context that quote is or isn't in what sure. she said is correct
1: yeah okay. the problem Continue. is selling for it during the nxt premium live event right well we, <laughs> that, we talked about problem. we talked
0: about that already you know yeah. you you. We all have the uh I've got the I've got the Terry Reynolds don't sell it uh yeah. meme if you guys need it. Just uh <laughs> yeah, yeah just DM me and I'll give it to you. But um but seriously, yeah. No, what she's saying is true and it, it's a fact and people are trying to like throw it in her face. I saw they put up a list of um yeah, there that's one. That's a good one. Uh <laughs> They, they tried to throw it back in her face by talking about like that you know, they had a list of people like Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley and their ages, you know, like how, you know, how what whatever. And Tiffany Stratton and Cora Jade and, and Roxanne Perez were like the, the list of people that they were trying to like throw back in her face after, you know, that quote resurfaced or whatever. But, you know, two of those people, Tiffany Stratton and Cora Jade, you shouldn't be throwing those people, uh, At Britt Baker's face when they're uh, almost as bad as she is in a lot of ways. Sure, sure. Like, that's not necessarily.
1: Little of of this has to do with politics because Adam Cole was Triple H and fucking Sean's boy. She's with him. And when this comes up after the shits and everyone's like, she needs to be at NXT. She's probably going, you know what, with all the bullshit backstage with the AEW women's division and the petty politics. Yeah. I want a job over there. So I'm going to fucking quantify what I said out of context to do a little good pop political business. And like all that is underneath the surface of this, instead of just like, let me tell you what I really meant, pal. It's all face saving after being exposed as being far really in my opinion and and that's all that that's that's florida bubble 101 and the civilians at home who hear this and understand it they really can't understand it until you've been there seen the seen the over attitude then be exposed then the heat comes down and then they don't sell for it oh man i'm froze big time
0: uh, what do you mean my camera? Spectrum up conspiracy you
1: son of a bitch. Yeah, don't you dare. Uh,
0: well, I'll say this. If if uh if Britt is campaigning for a job with the WWE, I think she, she needs to worry about stuff like what happened on that match with Taya Valkyrie and less about, you know, trying to, you know, quantify her years old quotes. Cuz yeah. they're definitely seeing that. They're definitely seeing that match more than they're worried about what she's saying
1: yeah well i think they know that and to me that they probably had the ball rolling of like because right now wwe isn't hiring outside because of the mlw lawsuit however i'm sure there's an open back channel between cole and them and if shit's fucked up over there they're going to want to jump back over and use that power but because of the things in the past where you were a blind superstar uh, status in AEW. Now you got to go back and fix your old tweets cuz that's one of the first things that that's why Kayla blocked us all because Kayla's was uh, even though she's been in AEW, she was in uh, on Raw what 2 months ago, 3 months ago. Like th- AEW maybe not as much or i guess they do with their weird ass cancel culture soy boy bullshit And, and meanwhile they have their own guys selling in the worst ways possible and usually it almost gets them fired and then they go into a private room with tony and they come out with a raise somehow uh but uh you know that they that wwe has tons of stooges in nxt just to go back and look through all of these fucking he said this and this and this and they know that they're in the paranoia bubble. That's why little corrections or addendums to this from tweets to two years ago that should have been lost in the former Twitter verse now the X verse. Uh, wait till we get triple X verse pal God damn right. Uh, you know that that all that shit it exposes them as how SAwFT they really are.
0: Uh, let's see. well do you know let me ask you this do you yeah. know for sure? that there's a back channel between Cole and triple H and HBK without a doubt, bro. I wouldn't doubt if he's one of their number one Stooges. I wouldn't. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, well, yeah, well, I'm asking for an exclusive. Like, do, do, do I
1: know? No, I don't know Cole that well to, to do that. But if you, or do you have a
0: Stooge that knows or do you, (sighs) is there, is there confirmation, not just speculation? Cause I, I wonder about that. Uh, since, he kind of was like well so, see you let's, guys let's later even do,
1: let's even do sleeping with the enemy you got fucking meet on one side you got bear cat on the other right yeah so, yeah. so right there who uh, there's another there's somebody else that's like that too with uh
0: and neither call. one of them is doing shit neither one's
1: doing nothing and that <laughs> God could damn. damn keep them marginalized keep them in the dark and feed them shit like a mushroom Right. And, and I wouldn't doubt that there's other ones where they're feeding false stories and narratives to go. However, when I find out most of my WWE dirt and inside stooge, it's from AEW wrestlers who have found out inside the Florida bubble of these people are fucking these people and orgies are going on and there's fucking all this other mm-hmm. shit going on, you know what I mean? So uh yeah, Buddy Murphy's another one, right? with uh with uh, yeah. Raya in there at the top. Mm-hmm. You think that that stedra like there's definite, like so much. Cold War and and who stooge and who didn't say that I wouldn't doubt that they're they're flushing false information down the tubes just to, to find the rats at, at some some point. Right. Zelina Vega and Alistair Black another one.
0: So I was just yeah I was just it, wondering just from the standpoint of like the fact that Cole chose not to resign as he now. Is he now persona non grata with his old bosses is the thing I was. wondering. No. Why would you give up that pipeline?
1: You know what I mean? If anything, I think I, it would be Sean and fucking game, pulling him in a room and going, you're one of us. And if yeah, you really want to be DX, you got to do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you got to do it. this. You got to do that. See <laughs> it. Uh, you know, to, to get it over. And I, if you've got the bidding war of 2024, And you're putting those guys together and they're putting, you know, why wouldn't Cole and MJF wanna come back together as a as a powerhouse if they can get over that way? And that would fuck them big time. Oh, let's see. uh, Staying on with the girls with Jade Cargill's future with uh, AEW is uncertain following her lengthy TBS title reign. Jade Cargill has not wrestled since uh, her TBS title loss to Chris Statlander at the 2023 Double or Nothing pay-per-view. Jade's reign lasted 508 days with 60 consecutive wins. Jade's future with AEW is uncertain. Meltzer noted that she's gone with no explanation after years of being built. Meltzer State the Following, Wrestling Observer Radio. I've heard a few things, like she might not come back is what she said, which is the last thing we heard. She wanted to take some time off. It's kind of like, you know, sometimes I feel like, boy, they pushed her and pushed her and pushed her, and they never did put her in big matches, and she's gone. Uh, earlier this month, Jay tweeted a following. There's no top there. There is no top. There is no finish line. I'm, I'm on some get my mind right for my right money type-ish. I won't hide behind the dopeness to avoid getting physically healthy. I don't know what half that means. I won't hide behind the dopeness to avoid getting physically healthy. Um, Here's what that means to me, uh, where I don't know. I'm on a ton of gas. Uh, they told me one thing to push me and they took the belt off me because I was probably superstarring because I've been given way too much in this biz, way too quick and not protected. My skills are at a kindergarten level and I need to work on them. And two weeks with Rip Rogers probably did a lot for her, but she needs about two and a half more years uh, yeah. under some tutelage like that. There's big, big money on her. And why wouldn't she want to jump to WWE? And And if shit is... Upside down in the women's locker room, like keeps getting reported where Lufisto buried him because they buried her, and then Britt's like, it wasn't me, it was somebody. So nobody here is a star, and nobody can handle losing a fucking prop. The belt is a prop. And if that is if that really sends you into a fucking Deep depression that you put your life on there, then you need serious psychoanalysis.
0: Okay. And well, before yeah. before you get too deep into this rabbit hole, uh, let me just let me just give you my perspective and see if that changes anything. Sure. Uh, the booking of Jay Cargill to lose the TBS title was absolute dog shit. It was bad.
1: It was real bad. Yeah.
0: Everybody's already had their opinions about it, including me. So you can go back in the channel attitude archives and hear all about it from when it happened. Um, but that being said, the suddenness of it made me think that in conjunction with some of the stuff that she's talking about here, as in she working through something, perhaps an injury of some kind or whatever, that she had really no choice but to drop the belt because she's going to need some recovery, whether that's something like maybe not a surgery, but it could have been small, like, you know, non-operable things that are piling up that she could use a little bit of a break okay is that
1: is that hiding behind the dopeness
0: i think when she says that (laughs) let me try to translate that um for for the white people i think what she's saying is she doesn't want to just show up on tv just to just to show up and be the character when she could be at home just fully recovering for a full return you know with the whole package i think that's what she's trying to say the other thing i'd like to say is Having heard Jade Cargill be real, like talking to real people in a real interview, is not the same person that I hear on social media. So she leads me to believe she's working her social media a little bit in character. So when she tweets something, you have to take it with a little bit of a grain of salt. She wants you to think she's writing that line. She's kind of working that, that whatever she says is still in kind of like that, that bitch, you know, yeah. like that character. And so she's saying shit that that character would say, which is still an extension of her, you know, they'll turn up to 11 cliche mm-hmm. that it fucking, you know, it's like sour in my mouth, even saying a cliche <laughs> like that, because I'm so fucking tired of it. But anyway, um, but that's something that we all know what I mean when I say it. Right. So I think she works her social media a little bit to rile people up to keep her sort of heel persona. I don't know if AEW has fully helped her keep her heel persona because I feel like they lose a lot of what characters are supposed to be wwe does too they they don't know who a lot of their characters are supposed to be even if the talent does so they put them and book them in awkward situations or they put them in bad situations like even if you had to drop the title suddenly due to injury that wasn't the way to do it so i i just i look at jade as for somebody that's literally only had the amount of matches that she said that she has on the record Mm -hmm. she's pretty good for that and she seems to have a good head on outside the business so i would just sort of give her the benefit of the doubt in these things um that's just my intuition now i could be off i don't think i am but that would explain sort of a lot of uh the missing pieces of this puzzle i think yeah well they
1: statlander they booked her over and i I like statlander too but where's now she at she, now, now she's yeah now where is she then and, and she's doing doing this, a run uh, in
0: on collision in the in the dead spot before the main event
1: right and and with a her new gimmick is a hair dye job what was it when she first came in she was an alien and that, that wouldn't be anything Jermaine. now why the fuck would we you know we're having disclosure nah she don't need to be an alien just get her some punk hair dye and that'll be fucking plenty enough to go forward everybody so when people are holding up book the women's division better how about a we train the women first that'd be that'd be a fucking big change we also have some social media fines in action where they protect the business and their character and then that'll never happen don't get (laughs) carried away and then we actually (laughs) book the fucking thing to make people or if jade is injured that's how we fucking get somebody over and injuring her because she is a thoroughbred human being. And even if it's a leg injury or something, let's get it on the arm and make it, make it look vicious. So she's at least out and down for a while uh, and and not hurting the other way Instead of just being like, nah, you're 60 and old pushes over and you're done. Even though you're in better shape than everybody on this roster, except Wardlow and buddy Murphy. <laughs> right right like the b12 water crew uh so it, you know just more florida bubble bullshit at the end of the day um ecw veteran says 1 million viewers would be guaranteed for AEW dynamite if he confronted jack perry uh, Is this a Stevie
0: Richards uh, Stevie story? Stevie Richards
1: says, I'll kick the shit out of that son of a bitch. Uh, no, he says, uh, as seen during uh, 26 uh, July 26 edition of Dynamite, a match was teased between Jack Perry and ECW alumni Jerry Lynn. Uh, uh, during uh, Busted Open Radio, uh, Hall of Famer ECW veteran Bully Ray commented on the impact of him or Dreamer could make on AEW. He said, if the story went down, uh, the ECW wrote, and I showed up in the right town. There's monster business to be done there. This is not blowing smoke up my own ass. If you uh, announce that Bully Ray or even Tommy Dreamer to the matter were showing up on AEW Dynamite or whatever week it was to come face-to-face and confront Jack Perry, you're doing over a million viewers guaranteed. Tommy fits that part best. Him and Taz were the bestest of uh, best friends, and Tommy was Taz's best man in his wedding. The story is so deep. That it's there if you want to go down the ECW road. If you do go down that ECW road, you'll make Jack Perry a bigger star at the end of the story than you can with any other talent that's in uh, ECW right now. Um, you know, this might read as a little bit like I'm over and Jerry Lynn's not, but I think this is a good idea. Me being a major ECW, Mark, my whole life. Um, I'd like to see... I I mean, I was pumped when Jerry Lynn came out uh, and and confronted him and made that match. I was actually hoping it was like, even though I usually shit on it, I wanted to see it right then and there that night. So this week that's what I'm really looking forward to the most, uh, to watch Jerry Lynn lace him up. But what should happen. I like where he's going with this. He's seeing the the future business. Jerry Lynn uh, should get beat in some cheap way or, you know, weapons way. Uh, Jack Perry goes over, Taz confronts him. Jack Perry gets heat on Taz and leaves him laying too and, and puts him out, down and out. And that's what sparks the ECW uh, guys of this young fucking punk ass bitch thinks he can say that shit say that to to bully ray and see what's going on or bully ray just shows up to get retribution and gets fucking arrested and taken out right there or tommy dreamer plays the grandfather of wrestling of like what are you trying to do and then jack perry disrespects him and and a a quick three four week storyline like that bully ray i think is spot on of if you're gonna kick the corpse of ECW one more time. This isn't the worst way to do it. Cause I was interested in that when Jerry Lynn came out and I think there's m- more fruit on this tree to pick. I think bully Ray's on here.
0: Well, you want to see somebody get called fat on social media to let these guys show up. <laughs> yeah, dude, oh. that's laughable to me. Not the idea of it, but just uh, the idea that he, if, if he's, if he honestly believes that, um. Anybody would tune in to see him on AEW, him or Tommy Dreamer, then he's even more out of touch than I thought he was. Just to get a million and extra hundred thousand,
1: I don't think he's that far off.
0: They were eight hundred eighty
1: nine or eight hundred ninety eight thousand this week, yeah. right? Up from seven hundred something. If you built that, you would get those WWE hardcores who want to just see a nostalgia pop that that somebody's going to show up. I think you, I think you could, even if it was in that fifteen minutes where you had it set on X to start trending, whatever, that out of nowhere ECW is there, you know, and, and whatnot. And then at the end, Jungle Boy gets fucking 3D, uh, Stevie kicked, fucking Tazplexed and and uh, cradle pile drivered by all the fucking dudes. But he's, he, he goes over and disrespects each one of them on the way where they were trying to set him straight. You got the FTW title. We're in ECW land, so let's fucking play it a little bit more. And and if Jerry Lynn is a one and done, I think we're leaving a lot, a lot left on the tree there.
0: I'd love to see it. I don't think I will. Uh, As far as Jerry Lynn goes, um, I didn't like how they did that thing. Because what it should have been, right, is shouldn't it have been Jungle Boy? Why do I still call him that? It shouldn't have been Jack coming back through the curtain and passing Jerry Lynn and Jerry Lynn saying, hey, Jack, I just want to tell you something. And then say the stuff that you said out there like you would, because you know this when you come back through the curtain, if there's a veteran that has something to say to you, that's where they're going to be. They're not going to they're not going to storm out to the ring in the middle of your shit, you know, and and cut you off because that's a because that's an unscheduled, exciting thing. No, we we need to make this choice,
1: right? Like he pulls them aside. I like where you're at because I, I like the reality of the show don't tell and we could have had a very voyeuristic scene instead of come to the ring and, and throw down the gauntlet where Jerry Lynn's like dude that's not what we agreed on like why are you going out here and doing yeah because and not and only that miked. yeah
0: not only that because I don't want as much respect as I have for Jerry Lynn I don't want him to go out there to no reaction right which is what happened because everybody can't even see that this isn't not the jerry lynn from ecw or it's not even mr JL. this is just some guy that they can't even tell who it is walking out there so to see that it's like you don't want to put him in that position don't put somebody in the position to not be recognized or to get hood you don't want to do that so if you go back there it's like that that's a more it's like more realistic more personal You're not depending on the crowd reaction or whatever that you hope that you're going to get, you know?
1: Yeah. I like, I like exactly what you're saying there. I would love to have seen that scene from afar where we're not right up on him on a two shot and he's talking to him in the back and things are going on in the foreground, but we can hear it. And we can hear what seems Mm -hmm. to be Jack Perry's fuck you reaction. Not an overdone wrestling one, but an actual spoiled motherfucker who doesn't need to listen to a veteran and pretty much tells Jerry to go fuck himself. You know what I yeah. mean? Like that would have been a more, uh, same scene, more powerful choice and the lead in. So then we could have had Jerry Lynn do a walkout and people would have been, okay, we saw this last week to get to it. Now I, I come up with these things and sometimes, uh, I'm close to the target because I, I don't really know. I, I've, I've, I've been guilty of this being like, they should have done this, 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 and this. And then the hardcore HMGs are like, they did do that on rampage and collision. But only 290,000 people saw it. So, like, okay, they did it, but why didn't we recap it going into something? You know? So it seems just like a a start stop thing, unless you're watching the whole fucking overbooked lecture.
0: They're trying, they're trying to put the shows connect the shows to each other so that you will watch them all which is what you should do promotional wise but unfortunately people are running out of time in their day so Mm. it's kind of tough and if you and i pitch that thing about you know jerry lynn being in the back it's probably like oh that's good but what if jerry lynn was waiting in jungle boy's limo and then drove off with him and then said (laughs) and then Uh we just don't then we just don't revisit it for the entire week jerry (laughs) uh, if you wanted to flip that coin jerry lynn doesn't need to
1: be the guy that is the ecw respect savior either jerry lynn had to come up from underneath rob van dam to make his own thing and he could be giving jungle boy the don't let anybody fucking say shit to you bro i had to break out mm-hmm. to become my own guy and they tried to keep me in this same spot so i know where you are in fact here's what i would do if i were... get this camera out of here so many ways to go so many ways to go many ways to go But, but fucking, do you think Jungle Boy knows that Jerry Lynn had to break out of RVD spotlight? He was fucking shitting in his pampers when that, he probably wasn't even born yet. He probably Probably wasn't even born yet when that fucking happened. Mm -mm, Probably not. Jesus fuck, I'm old. Oh, I'm going to save that one. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, WWE Hall of Famer to be guest referee for CM Punk versus Ricky Starks world title match against SummerSlam, okay yeah
0: ricky uh, the steamboat dragon
1: yeah uh, during july 29th edition of collision cm punk pulled out his aew world title though he was never defeated for from the red bag he carried to the ring punk proclaimed the real world champion and sprayed an x on the belt uh mm-hmm. <laughs> ricky what's
0: going on here uh, in, in fairness he has been having that x for a while yeah well i mean
1: uh, Ricky Starks came to the ring and wanted a match for the title. Said he beat punk twice. Uh, since he beat punk twice, punk agreed to the match and said that WD hall of famer, Ricky, the dragon steamboat will be the special guest referee to make sure there is no cheating. Uh, the match will take place on August 5th edition of collision that goes head to head with SummerSlam. I'm sure that's not going to do well. Uh,
0: <laughs> um, yeah. Steamboat out of nowhere. Uh, Okay. So, well, let me, let me give some context to it. Uh, I guess the idea that the, the angle they're going with is that, um, you know, punk is leaning into the fact that there are some people that are not happy about him being back. So he's kind of walking a line where he's being his character and not doing anything out of character, but knowingly saying things that will rile certain people up. So what they're doing is kind of like, uh, he's just saying, you know, Ricky, you did win, I'm not mad, uh, but you cheated, so I can take the loss. Can you live with the win and that that kind of thing? So I guess the idea uh for the guest referee is that because Ricky <laughs> because Ricky Uh, Steamboat has always been a babyface his entire career. This is the one man that will definitely call it right down the middle and won't stand for any of Ricky Starks's cheating or something to that effect. Also, it's probably just the fact he was available. Um, That's probably the main reason, as we all know, but for the kayfabe reasons, uh, that's why Ricky Steamboat was the choice. But this actual segment that was kind of a little bit long and awkward because you had Everybody in the ring was great at their job. Tony was great. Tony Schiavone was great at holding the mic and just standing there. Uh, Punk was great at, you know, manipulating the people. Ricky Starks was great at coming out and being entertaining, Mm -hmm. saying outlandish stuff. But it's a great case of, like, trying to make chicken salad and lemonade but not quite getting the recipe right because the stuff they were saying was just like a lot of nonsense. So mm-hmm. it's you know they were their entertaining ability was carrying the segment, but if you actually listen to what they're trying to say, none of it really made any sense, and it was kind of awkward and long. So that was that. But Ricky Steamboat. Yeah,
1: I don't know where just like let's. Let's get rubs from guys from the past. Like, mm-hmm. sure, they're on the roster, and that's what we've tried to do with the uh, Big Brother program of Sting and Christian and, and plenty of other mentors, right, mm-hmm. uh, that that they just haven't worked out. It Like, we keep doing this stuff. Uh, what it really says to me is that even in a CM Punk match, guys aren't over, that you need Steamboat for this, that we're not doing – our own work to get Ricky Starks to that level or have him cheat enough that we need a special enforcer. Like none of these stories and character archetypes are getting built. We're just throwing out, Hey, remember this guy from 84 who had a fucking awesome match? Yeah. He's a fucking baby face.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it seems like that, but even if it was that, so what? it's ricky steamboat take him get him get him and take him and use him and they are in greenville so that like you know the area is big nwa territory uh so they're they're gonna the the locals are gonna be like nostalgic about it you know all those 60 year olds are gonna be super pumped to see this yeah (laughs) and they'll never come back after they've seen the show but damn it if you could steal a house
1: we uh, need that 60 to
0: 64 year old demographic
1: deuce get me steamboat uh, yeah, yeah, could be. He's already booked on AEW. Pal. What? How about this? <laughs> Do you really fuck with him and offer him three times as much to show that he's a carny worker and have him show up at SummerSlam and fave the fucking match, the fucking pull him? Is he under a Legends contract? Can, well, let's uh, see how. Let's see how big a baby <laughs> face he is. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Uh, let's see here. Speaking of big baby faces, new details regarding what happened to Rey Mysterio during his match with Santos Escobar from SmackDown. Oh, yeah. Uh, as seen on July 28th edition of SmackDown, Santos Escobar defeated Rey Mysterio via referee stoppage. Rey was taken down from Escobar's suicide dive. It was deemed that Rey could not finish the match. Meltzer Seltzer reports that. Uh, he is fine. He did the match with Santos Escobar and apparently something happened. I was told that it was a move by Escobar that knocked Ray silly, but he continued to wrestle. It was not the dive. Okay. It may have been, what the fuck are you?
0: Dude, you, you are. Hey, fucked, hey, bro. hey, listen, you listen, are fucked. L- listen, a bit Russo has a whole show about this, so we don't need to do it here. He just castrated these, the marks on the Russo lines, brand.
1: Just these lines. It was not the dive. Okay. It may have been. Bro, just fucking take your fist, ball it up, and smash yourself in the fucking nose. Uh, the dive was, a, was the excuse to call the match off. Like, when he took the dive and they were tending to him and everything like that, it's like they had already planned to stop the match, and that was when they stopped. They stopped the match before the commercial break, uh, but when they found out that he had already been dizzy before, it was like selling a way to stop the match he was not actually knocked out there. He was dizzy before that. So that's what I was told about how it went down. I don't think he had a concussion. I mean, it looked like if you watch on TV, it looked like he did, but it was a precautionary measure.
0: Dude, if you're bro, fucking what's, dizzy Yeah, what's getting knocked silly if match, it's not a concussion? This guy's
1: a fucking moron, bro. And anybody who subscribes to his shit is, is a clueless idiot, really. Uh, they didn't know. Uh, and yeah, what I was basically told he got back in the ring after that, I'm told he's fine. So that's good. You know, it looked like he could have been scary when he was laying there. Cause he's very rarely stopped the match, you know, stopping the match due to injury is a very rare thing in any company, even at times when quite mm-hmm. frankly, you know, it should be done well. I mean, we all can't have a Matt Hardy one minute concussion protocol.
0: Yeah. Um, well, besides all the grammatical inconsistencies that we already have known to, or have come to know and love from dave um what like that was puzzling when i watched it because everything seemed fine then he did the dive then they checked on ray and then they called the match off uh if he was knocked silly and it's not like he has a broken bone or something couldn't you have scooped him up and did one safe move and pinned him like right there Absolutely. like why do you do a, a completely awkward thing um, that just ruins the momentum of the show and fucks everybody else's time up because they probably should would have had to go a few extra minutes, right? So then now they got to shuffle everything around. It's like just just do do something that makes sense. I'm not sure why they wouldn't. I guess that's how protocols have changed in recent times as opposed to the past. They're just not taking any chances whatsoever. Um, Santos has been doing that move, that dive. There's only a handful of people in the wrestling world that can do a dive that looks legit. Mm-hmm. And that is one he actually uses as a finish in Lucha Underground. He, his head, Thrill of the Ray's, Hunt.
1: Ray's head did hit, too, on the fucking yeah, ground.
0: So, or... Yeah, so, I, yeah, I saw no issue with the dive itself. So it could have been the landing as, as much as anything else. Could have been
1: 35 years of smacking your fucking head off the ground, too. And could've. maybe it's time to hang him up so you don't could've. have a fucking flat right. spot when brain damage.
0: Could have been that. Could have been that. But it's still weird to do to do the, uh, I wonder what the plan finish was. Was it even Santos Escobar at all? Like, it, uh, these are yeah. interesting things. I, I don't I know. I believe Maybe. it was
1: Santos Escobar because they're not going to run Ray again to have him take the L, you know what I mean? So, uh, or, or to have him go over on theory. Uh, so that, mm-hmm. that wouldn't have been the best business. So I, but now we're not going to get
0: win. another serial sponsorship for a SummerSlam match. Like that could yeah. have been, you know that's a a big missed opportunity here
1: stevie's got that cinnamon toast crunch hook up we'll get it done uh it was the dive it was not the dive okay it may have been cinnamon stevie richards i like that (laughs) write that down young writer uh (laughs) let's see uh becky lynch you might have heard of her allegedly turned down a creative pitch in wwe to have her head shaved uh, she says, when I was with Becky, uh, excuse me, uh, this is uh, wrestling with Freddie podcast. Jeff Dye talked about a creative pitch in WWE to have Becky's head shaved. When I was with Becky, they didn't know what to do with her. And there was a writer that pitched like, what if you just shave your head and act like you're having a breakdown? And Becky was like, no, uh, it was even it, it was even going to move on no it was even going to move forward they were like no we think it's a cool idea the writer pitched like she would have to shave her head it was uh not going to shave I was not going to shave my head what are you talking about and it and so it never took off because Becky stood her ground and was like I'm not doing that they never did it uh which made me wonder if Shotzi was like I'm going to shave my head for this thing and then that same writer was like my story is going to get big wait what I have a thing for this uh yeah sometimes that's definitely the way it goes of somebody poo-poo's it and and then or it's a great story you came up when they go we like it but it's not for you it looks better on them and they'll take it and put it on somebody else i think reading this that the man thing might have gotten over more if she shaved her head and and did the gi jane and this week big you know uh celebrity uh in the twitterverse uh probably taking her own life out of depression uh sinead o'connor so Mm. uh someone else who we could have done something very similar to the saturday night live rip the pope uh thing up but doing it in a wrestling way uh where she rips up tony khan's picture or whoever the aew women's champ is and says they're not shit or even in-house nxt And with the accent and the shaved head, the Sinead O'Connor, uh, anti-establishment shit would have already been built in. But, um, women are very attached to their hair (laughs) and, uh, so, and probably they would have fucked it up and just made her into crazy Nikki cross is probably as far as they were going to go with it. And what they've done with the Shotzi thing is half ass ridiculous too, that a Titan Tron bullshit thing makes, uh, ding dong run away ding dong hello and, and it's just so fourth grade you know what i mean well that's why
0: like, yeah that's why when you volunteer to do those type of things or somebody volunteers you for them that's why you stand your ground because they're just doing it just to say it they may not even have a plan for you it could be a rib on you and now you're stuck with the shaved head when they have no plans to use it for anything now with the shot thing Shotzi shaved her head because her sister was diagnosed with liver cancer, and this is like Mm -hmm. one of those solidarity deals. So she probably offered, hey, let's turn that into an angle, and this is what we get. So her her generosity is is repaid by doing the absolute least – laziest possible thing you could do with it you, you took a real thing and you trivialized it and for nothing so so now the same because of things like that that's why becky lynch is saying no i'm not doing that because you ain't doing that to me so how about let's just roll not like
1: let's roll with the cancer deuce how about getting Shotzi over as a sister who's doing it in solidarity and another girl on the roster who's been through it with somebody in their family. I'm sure there is does the exact same thing to show sisterhood and that hair doesn't mean shit. And now we're doing it for them and we're going to be the new female baldies or whatever the fuck and go forward to the tag division to do that. But really we're getting a big pro, you know, uh, cancer awareness uh over yeah you know because this company's fucking fucked
0: is why they won't do it
1: well i mean remember when charity is the new marketing that was steph 101 with connor's cure yeah unless it's not
0: the charity we want to do Right. You know what I mean? Like that, that's, that's exactly it. You know, these people are full of shit, every single fucking one of them. So yeah. that's why it's like, this is one of the reasons I've always liked Becky. Cause she knows she's one of the boys, you know, she knows what the fuck is up and she's not going for it. So when was this anyway? Does it say like when around what time this was? Cause if this guy's doing Freddie Prince's podcast, is he a current writer or was this years ago?
1: Uh, I got to believe, I think Jeff Die is is has been released, but that was uh, a talk from probably years ago. I doubt they let anybody active uh, writing staff go out and, and talk shop, you know what I mean? Right. Uh. Yeah, but I, I didn't know that about Shotzi. So great inside, uh, you know, with her sister uh, and, and hopefully all the best that way. And that makes this a bit more noble to me now, even though it's in a shitty wrestling storyline. Uh, that ups my respect level for her. Yeah,
0: That's- and and should lower your respect level for the company. So uh, as if it needed uh, it anymore. Know. But yeah, no, here's no. A, now Shotzi. Now to tie this back to what we talked about originally, let's take a Shotzi, right? Okay, look, we know Shotzi's not the best. You know, when the bell rings again, another one of those type, right? But I never saw Shotzi like that. Shotzi should not be a 15-minute match person. When I see Shotzi, I see the Ultimate Warrior. You come out all the energy in the world run over somebody in just a few seconds a couple moves and get out and leave everybody pumped up you know something that you the same thing you could have done with mojo raleigh years ago or whatever but she's a merch machine There are so many different unique merch items that you could sell to the kids and everything like that her hair being a big part of her persona you sell green wigs to the little girls and they all look up to her and they're like i want to do that you know if we don't have the ultimate warrior we don't get a brian danielson like the they most out with a green wig and then take it and whip it in the fucking crowd every fucking yeah week. and then you have you dye your your buzzed hair green you yeah. know it's like it there's But that's what I'm saying. Like you can be an inspiration to people that you don't even realize. Mm -hmm. It's even not even just taking the charity and solidarity aspect out of it, but just her with the tank and everything you sell helmets, you could sell toy tanks, you could sell wigs, you could sell this, that the other thing, fake tattoos. You could sell so much stuff on WWE shop and they're doing none of that. They systematically take away things from people and they expose them. So it's like, okay, we're not doing any of that stuff that we could do. And you're going to go have a 10-minute match. And then you're going to look like shit because this other person doesn't know how to carry you. And now everybody's like, fucked. Like, no, that's a run-in,
1: a, a cough-and-drop Darby Allen shit. Something yep. that, that's that's devastating in life, uh, the, you know, defying. Yeah. Pretty much. And, and bing, bang, boom. Cause any tech and then it answer, gets,
0: then people are like, people get a, that. That's something like that builds a buzz. You know, if you're sitting in your seat for a long time, but it's like, uh, Oh, this, that, that, that one girl that comes and kicks everybody's ass real quick. Right. I, I can't wait to see that. Like, that's the thing that you even can non-fans can her. get into.
1: She can lose as long as she comes down house of fire and Mm -hmm. you know, you're not going to hit every one of those. Somebody sidesteps and she, she eats shit. It's about the risk. I I agree. I think not enough, not enough uh, people have been shot in the crotch with uh, the t-shirt gun cannon out of the, out of the uh, tank. I think that's a big thing. like that. Everybody uh, should be
0: lining up to take it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I,
0: <laughs> nothing
1: says, uh you know, cancer awareness like a Roman Reigns Baphomet shirt coming at you 300 feet per second in the crotch. I mean, that's okay. going to make you aware. He's the goat. <laughs> um, Back to NXT. I'm definitely interested in hearing your take on this one, but uh, Gable Stevenson's in-ring debut at WWE Great American Bash ends in a double countout. Uh, the second-ever Olympic gold medalist made his long-awaited uh, return at the Great American Bash Premium Live event where he faced Baron Corbin, a contest that ended in a double count-out draw after the two fought uh, on the outside of the referee's 10-count. They then continued to fight uh, several officials from the back, tried to end the brawl. Stevenson would ultimately land a belly-to-belly suplex on Corbin the, uh, through the outside barricade, posing in-ring following the draw. Steveson uh, entered the WWE he's a gold medalist if you didn't know Mm -hmm. badass wrestler Mm -hmm. i don't know man uh like if they're gonna if they're gonna go long term with these two which it seems like it's gonna keep going i don't have a problem with that finish i'm just wondering is that how we want to debut a guy to get him over and 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 keep going on that finish uh i didn't see this uh i'm i've been a pretty big uh advocate of baron corbin's abilities character wise Mm -hmm. since we saw uh, sad Corbin, you know, kind of the first time there's been plenty of great clips that Kaz has put out that Corbin's even liked and then unliked because (laughs) it's HMG, uh, you know, and, uh, Mm. we, we tell it how it is here and they, they understand it too. Um, but it just doesn't seem the right booking to me, but what, how, how did it play for you vet?
0: All right. Well, so first of all, um, get ready for. If you want to talk about alliteration? Get ready for Captain Corbin because oh. now he's got a whole oh, wow. pirate flavor with new music and everything. Does he? Uh, yeah. It's, 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 there's something called "Burn the Ships" is like the lyrics of the song, and okay, uh, you know, it's it's got a pirate ship on his a big galleon on his Titantron. So interesting. Okay. Look um, now the here's what uh, and i again i will get more in depth on this on the next level wrestling review so mm-hmm. you know live every wednesday yeah, i don't want to 11 a.m eastern <laughs> but um the interesting thing about this match is that they turned on gable Stevenson. Mm-hmm. i don't know why because i don't know if they were just remembering kurt angle's debut and wanted to do the same thing to a gold medalist I don't know if this was always the plan. I doubt it. I think they really thought they were going to be uh, like he was going to be a hero and people were going to love him as a baby face. But um, seems a little void of charisma every time I've seen him. He's he's a little bit better. He's, he's not he's not going to, you know, blow the doors off, but he's he seems a little comfortable. Uh, but um, if you just go with the hardcore legit athlete thing, that'll be fine. He'll be fine with that. Uh, so far but here's the interesting so I think with the booking here they wanted to have a strong debut but Baron Corbin is coming down here to get reinvented repackaged cleansed whatever you want to look at it and he's got this new music and new gear and everything in a new presentation which is a lot like the old presentation but at least a new version of it and if you beat him again <laughs> Like you would traditionally expect some new debuting olympic gold medalist to do to just beat the guy you know like baron corbin would be beyond useless at that point so they didn't want to beat him but they wanted they wanted you know to do the big they did a big pull apart and everything right, right. and and he suplexed him through the barricade and he's the up package and they get go, punched in yeah. the face or no Is the package um, get it was security not a lot of refs so i don't know he might have uh package was confusion. out there
1: for the um kevin owens injury on raw i was good to oh see him yeah. And, yeah
0: yeah so, so anyway um but yeah that's what i think i think that's what they thought i thought they this is you know you guys talk about this every raw and smackdown review you talk about their way of you know sort of um compromising with the talent like but you're not going to get pinned Baron. you're just going to get completely manhandled and thrown through a barricade but they're not going to hold your shoulders down for three seconds so don't worry
1: yeah yeah you know like that's he is the very model of a modern major general uh so Mm -hmm. I, i wonder if they're actually gonna do pirates of penzance before it's all over get me penzance pirates our final story of the day uh Cody Rhodes reveals the inspiration behind his neck tattoo. few tattoos in the history of professional wrestling are proven to be as talked about as Cody Rhodes' now infamous neck tattoo, which he got during his AEW career. It's something that tends to split opinions with some fans loving that he proudly displays his American Nightmare logo to show how much it means to him, while others, including his wife, simply don't like it. But he's now revealed more details about it. Everyone who gets a tattoo has their own specific reason, and during a Twitter, uh, excuse me, an X Q&A, uh, Rhodes revealed that the inspiration behind his, Well, he initially admitted he didn't know, uh, Rhodes went on to say, there were two guys that really inspired me. One had uh, a chest hat, and the other had the iconic bull on his arm. At that time, I just wanted to wear my own brand as loudly and proudly as I could, but I didn't want to copy their style. Uh, well, he didn't officially name drop anyone specifically. The iconic kind of bull in the arm is The Rock, if you didn't know that. And uh, The Rock has gone uh, since on to adapt that over the years, enhancing it, adding even more details to help push its important and prominence. The chest tattoo named he could be several people. Brock Lesnar's sword piece being one of the most iconic, also an equally stupid tattoo. I think he was talking about himself with dream on his chest. I, I don't think the writer here understands uh road's own t- tattoos certainly caught people by surprise when he first unveiled it since then it's been something that helped in developing his own nightmare american nightmare brand even though it's been used at times, uh, by ri- his rivals as a disc that it tattoos, something that has inspired plenty of fans to get the logo put on their own bodies. Wow. You are fucked. If you do that, uh, while even releasing temporary neck tattoos to buy capitalized on the buzz surrounding. It. Yeah, that's smart. The temp tattoos, absolutely. Um, to get it over uh
0: I guess how about you could have used tip tattoos yourself <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> like dip yeah, in yeah. your own supply just so you could not wear it if you didn't want to exactly um
1: I don't know what this is I think this is uh leaving WWE being a huge comic book and video game nerd Mark uh, he wasn't even alive during the time of Transformers, and this doesn't even mention Transformers. So he really mm-hmm. grew up on the reboot of the movies with Shia LaBeouf, who's one of the worst actors mm. of did all. Did he time. say?
0: Did he actually say? Because when you said inspiration, I thought. You were gonna say like the the properties that he tried to design it after. Does it, it even say that in there? No, it doesn't. It, like so, Optimus
1: Prime was your fucking yeah. like your inspiration. Yeah, it's
0: very it's very Decepticon and yeah. and, uh, it, what, Autobot and Autobot and it's also robot. very yeah. Good good good, uh, Peter Cullen. Okay. Uh, the uh, what was it? Um, he he also seems like a big Metal Gear Solid mark, and they have those and, and like there's no those insignias. Tribe in, the, he in the game down, like did he that, get a so. USA
1: chant going no
0: mm, never no so no.
1: American and and nightmare well, well that's, well, that's well, a tired old
0: trope Ben he wouldn't want to do something yeah, like
1: that. yeah yeah it'll never get over none of that shit nobody wants to cheer for USA not nowadays anyway <laughs> yeah I don't
0: cheer. I don't here's the here's what I don't like about it just besides neck tattoos in general it's not symmetrical like you have it on one side but not the other see if you were going to get a one big logo tattoo that should be centered somewhere It should either be like, you know, maybe even on the back of the neck would have been better than just on the side, you know, or, or, or just prominently on one peck, or on the back or on a shoulder. Like, you know, he's just saying he he wanted to put it somewhere. He's saying he wanted to put the tattoo somewhere that nobody else put it for good reason. Uh, But that was the inspiration. And we're not talking about like the properties that he was inspired by.
1: It's everything 2014 pop culture don't have your shit together is all about. Now, I know we've got great tattoo artists uh, that are, are even in the chat now, man. Uh, so I'm not trying to bag anybody's like choices no. of like you want sleeves or whatever. No. To me, that looks like somebody who's in crisis mode of trying to reinvent themselves. You hear branding. You like your little shit. And anybody who gets a tattoo, there's a short period, right after of instant regret. Now that one, you have to get up every day and look at a fucking movie that you're not in, (laughs) uh, from a decade you didn't grow up in. (laughs) And now you have to put it over that it's your, Complete brand. Meanwhile, you left that brand and the entire Nightmare Factory behind as you go back forward and you're stuck with it forever. And now it's not cool pop culture anymore to become the tattooed fucking guy that that would have been the drummer for blink 182 if their fucking dude didn't show up like all that shit of Corey graves getting all these fucking things and looking like that that fad has already passed and now you're gonna have guys in their 60s and 70s and girls with these new candelabra ones that go under their tits with a it's the same as what the tramp stamp was in 1992 it's the same as getting barbed wire around your arm in 1995 and now and then when it gets to 2005 you look like a complete dipshit and that's yeah. what this fucking shit yeah is
0: but right yeah but it's not going away remember we talked at the top about everything getting worse so it's not like their their regret isn't working now people are adding more and pretty soon like you will just not be able to get a tattoo without it covering your entire body it's like either either full body or no no tattoo right. at all is basically where we're headed with this
1: yeah, so. get me candelabra tits, pal. That's what I'm looking for.
0: That's what I want to
1: get I sir, think uh, here's another
0: NDA that you may need. Yeah, I, I think
1: uh I think fucking MJF should get a fucking uh what is uh the the Jewish fucking thing that holds all the candles, uh
0: menorah. Menorah.
1: He should get a menorah right above his crotch that comes up onto his abs. That'd be fucking A plus smart too.
0: the belly button can be the flame in the middle.
1: Yeah, it'd be, it'd be excellent.
0: Yeah. You know, it's just
1: nothing more than pop culture bullshit that wrestlers sell for. uh, And except tattoos, unlike an Ed Hardy hat and an affliction shirt and Nike shocks, you can't get rid of (laughs) unless you're going to fucking just get more and do it. And the biggest, the problem with this is, is he had, money written on him outside of wrestling and acting, especially being friends with Steve Amell and, and possibly getting parts on the shows that he would love to be on, like a a superhero show, whatever the next one of that's going to be. Right. And now he just took himself out of the running by getting this big, dumbass tattoo. (laughs) Not to say that with AI or even regular makeup, you couldn't cover it. But as soon as you go into a goddamn casting agency and they see that, They're gonna go. "Eh, I don't like the guy. Like he did a good job with the tattoo, but you just put you. You gave everybody a strike against you out of the gate. Nobody's gonna go. We want him.
0: We want. That's exactly. That's exactly what I was gonna go with it. I was gonna say at least uh, maybe not a positive for Cody, but a positive for the rest of us uh, is that we see that tattoo and it's like an identifier like in nature when a bug is like a bright color and you know oh stay away toxic you know just like the predators know don't eat this like now you know oh don't hire him he's got this thing he's got this like you know so that that, that's good for everyone else not so much for cody though
1: yeah i'm sure it was uh, a time of but he's doing all right for himself i think
0: you know i I think it'll be all right like he's back. it'll be all right
1: He's, he's just doing tired tropes. He's not playing himself. He's not playing to the height of his own intelligence. He's not playing to a true character. He's, he's a trope of himself already again. So it doesn't matter if it's Stardust or uh, Pocket Watch Cody Rhodes. <laughs> uh, none of that shit is connecting right now. And uh, really, someone oh, needs to he- kind of heal and call him out on all of that of you went over there to find yourself, and it was too much for you to fucking chew on, so you came back here, and everybody was excited about it, and now you're right back to jumping, being a fucking clapping seal, saying, Barack Lesnar at every fucking promo, thinking that's gonna fucking get shit over. There's no connection there, there's no genuineness whatsoever.
0: Well, there's no genuineness, but there never has been, and I think I I would like to say that I would have thought by now... That the crowds would have been sick of him, but they're not. They're actually responding to him as positively as they ever have, if not more. So, <laughs> uh, like, I can't. Uh, even though but I it's agree ridiculous with the is, idea,
1: it, it gets the shit kicked it, out of it, him in front of his mom. It, it doesn't matter. Most, and then the next thing, what do you want to talk about the next week? Instead of being like, you just fucked me up in front of my mom,
0: and my You're, mom's got PTSD,
1: the, and now I'm coming for you, motherfucker.
0: The, yo, being right is not a bulletproof vest, Freddie. <laughs> Look, it doesn't matter how much sense you make, Ben. The fact is, th- these people, are they're, they're fine with it because we have conditioned them to think, "Ah, eh, wrestling's stupid, so whatever. Like, they don't care about all these things that we're trying to point out to make the product better. They don't even care that they could enjoy the product more. They're just saying... Oh, Cody, I know that guy I like him, you know, that's how they're and they're reacting to him and getting behind him despite everything, even though if we change those things and improve those things, they would be getting behind him even more. But the fact is, I already thought the crowd would have turned on him by now after not winning that belt, but apparently they're not. So, you know, this is one of those rare instances where I can admit to everybody in public that I was wrong
1: what do you think if I got the HMG circle over one of my eye just a big red circle with HMG when I close my eye and got it
0: a... well as long as you can be disingenuous and ask everybody what they want to talk about I think this could work out for everybody
1: <laughs> I'm the one who doesn't talk in here but not yeah. them yeah
0: oh yo. Well, yeah what do you want to talk about it doesn't matter what you want it to talk about matter. infidels awesome.
1: What what tattoo? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Y'all man, uh hour and fifty rip by, man. That's how you know it was a banger of a show already, dude. Uh, and I gotta jump on with Big Stevie cool, uh, big cinnamon uh cool to some cinnamon Stevie (laughs) cool, yes. Uh it's spicy, and uh it'll be a good time there for the uh SmackDown live review. An interesting show this past week, had a good time. On Twitch watching along with all the HMG faithful, uh finishing off some mezcal. It was a good uh south of the border drinking night that way, man. But uh y'all are uh, the vet, man, you can find him at Opinion Haver on everything, whether it's Twitch or on X some uh or formerly known as twitter uh and especially here at hmg as he made the complete rounds i can't say thank you enough well i got all this cannabis going on to have the vets voice on so many awesome shows here everybody loving it responding with uh such positivity as always to have those uh educated minds uh saying their opinions and and having them And that's what he does. Absolutely. And, Mm -hmm. uh, I enjoyed Rip Rogers as well from the road this week, uh, Mm -hmm. backseat with Von Lilis seeing the boys on the road. I know that's all any, uh, wrestler really wants to do, man, is to have that camaraderie. So make sure you're subscribing to wrestling with Rip Rogers and as well as Stevie Richards wrestling analysis. Thanks to everybody. There about 16,000 subs in the first month. Just awesome. Growth, yeah. Deucey, look at this goddamn growth over here. Uh, so appreciate you guys all the affiliates, all the support, and all the interaction. Brand fan group, homie media discussion group, all the shows and all the co-hosts, man. And check out the podbean or iTunes. Make sure you're adding that because there'll be free shows going up there as well, you guys. Vet, did I miss anything, pal?
0: Oh, yeah. Well, just um, you know we did have charles the hammer evans on the next level uh, last week and uh, for all you guys that uh, are giving the positive feedback to me taking over hmg this week or whatever then i'm surprised that there's not more yes votes for strangler steve to come on the next level <laughs> wrestling review so get your ass on x and vote in that poll there's still a few hours left and uh Yeah, I'm sure while we kept Stevie waiting for his turn that uh, he's already got another thousand or two subscribers just sitting here watching.
1: (laughs) Absolutely, infidels. And I'll be on Premier TV August 12th on pay-per-view, so make sure you tune in that way. I I don't know where the kayfabe link is to steal it because I'll be in the ring, but (laughs) I'm sure the sons of Allah uh, will overcome all the infidels who try and usurp our power at the Nexus Center uh, I don't know if uh, Nexus will be there or not, but we'll find out <laughs> as well. Uh, but y'all, uh, Hacker dot ChannelAttitude.com, Infidels, the vet. It's the Monday locker room. Some enticing entertainment, pal. Yeah!
0: Ding dong. Hello?